Super Bowl 47 coverage rolling along here from the New Orleans Convention Center. Darren McFarland here on 102.5 The Game Radio Row. Starting to get a little bit crazier here in the middle of the week. You can hear our next guest every day, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon, right here on 102.5 The Game. He's the host, Colin Coward. He joins us at our table. All this brought to you by Low T Center in Brentwood, inside Maryland Farms and Freeland Chevy Business Elite Sales. Colin, how you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. Are you uh, tired of talking today? It's been a long day, but uh, every host brings in something, so I'm, I'm, I'll go SEC football. Anything but the NHL, I'm all in on. Well, I do want to ask you that. <laughs> Before we get into you know deer antler spray and yeah. fake girlfriends and Tuiasa Sopo, who's, I guess, Oz behind the curtain, you do a show by yourself. And in this business, I, you know, I haven't been doing it forever, but I've been yeah. in it for a good while. Yeah. I mean, most of these shows now are two guys, three guys. You do it solo. Is that the way you always wanted to do it? I mean, is that tough? I mean, you're kind of a rare breed now, the solo host. Yeah, uh, it works well for my personality. I've got a really good staff. Um, you can't do it without a really good staff. Um, and uh, I have three guys full-time, a four sometimes if I need it. We have good guest bookers. I think it works well for my style. The upside is if I've got a creative, funny idea, I can do it. You don't have to run it by anybody. I don't have to run it by anybody. Yeah. And that doesn't mean it'll be funny or creative, but at least <laughs> I get to do it. So I, it, there's a certain tempo to it. I'm better today than 10 years ago. You're constantly trying to evolve and, you know, kind of polish the rock. So I, I, I could do two. I've, I've, you know, I go on segments sure. with Mike and Mike or uh, Scott and Ryan. But I think for my personality, it works best to do one, and for the time being, I'll do it. Is this the ride you thought you were going to encounter when you first uh, came on yeah. board? Yeah, I did. I mean, nobody else believed in me. When I got here, I was replacing uh, Tony Kornheiser, who's you know smart and really talented. And listen, nobody gave me a shot. But you know, I knew um, this is what I've at eight years old wanted to do, um, and I just was going to outwork people. And it was one of those things, you know, in sports, you can get injured. You can put all those hours in and get hurt. But in my business, if you just outwork people and you've got some talent, you're going to make it. So I saw very early from certain metrics and results and numbers that I was finding an audience and the right audience. And so this is, this is what I thought I would do, knew I would do. Uh, the company's been supportive. And uh, it's a good spot. You know, I love coming to work. I really do. When games are going on, I can't wait to talk about it the next day. Where do you play well, and where do you struggle maybe with? Well, I, you know, I, I've always been a guy that I'm not going to be big in Pittsburgh or Milwaukee. I make fun of those markets. You know, I'm not, uh, you know, if it snows where you're at and you live for, uh, you know, you live for uh, hockey, uh, that's probably not my wheelhouse. I'm a football guy. I love warm weather. You know, I love big college football and the NFL. I love people that love sports but really love their family and their life. I like people with perspective. So if you're glued into your house because of a snowstorm all winter and you have no social life, that's why I've always said I relate well to Southerners, uh, L.A. guy, uh, guy that's got a life beyond sports, young guy. I try not to be, you know, I, t I tend to be sort of don't be moralistic, uh, you know, Live and let live, gambling, cocktails, pretty girls, let's all have fun in this. So markets like that, that don't live, breathe, eat, sleep, sports. You know, I mean, Nashville's a market where people love their football, but you got a lot of warm weather. People go out and have their cocktails. People have their fun. They go to concerts at night. Sports is not the be-all, end-all. That's a good market for me. 
They just came off a lockout again. They have a commissioner that constantly gets booed. Yeah. In Nashville, it's actually been a really big hit. But I know you're not a big hockey fan. The well, Predators, it, 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 they, they keep selling out the games. What would it take for you to, I guess, be a little bit more appealing to hockey? Or will that ever happen? Well, I mean, listen, if there was a player that was so good, he was Lionel Messi. He was three goals a night. He was a transcendent talent. He was funny. Um, you know, the, what can often hurt domestic sports is when sports get too international, too Latin, too Russian, too Czech Republic. That's happened a little bit in hockey. When you need the interpreter. Yeah. Uh, baseball's gotten more Latino, more Asian-driven, Korean-driven. You know, football, just guys that played at Georgia. Guy plays at Tennessee for three years. By the time he gets to the NFL, he's a microwavable star. Um, that's, you know, the draft in the NFL is bigger than hockey, <laughs> bigger than the NBA. So I, it would probably take a transcendent figure. Or if my bosses came to me and said, America's turning into a hockey country and it's good for business. I mean, we're all to a large degree driving a bus, all of us as radio hosts. Well, if the bus takes a detour and goes into hockey country and suddenly your boss and my boss say, you've got to know hockey, then you start studying hockey. Listen, hockey in person's fantastic. It's yeah. not very good on TV. But when I lived in Tampa, I bought partial season tickets to the Lightning. I'd go to 12 games a year. It was great. It was a party every night. Can we trust anybody, Colin? Is everybody cheating? I mean, who to believe anymore? I, I, it's, a, it's from cycling to, I mean, I'm sure tennis players. I'm sure golf. We know. We suspect. Now, you know, it's easy to say bas- or football and hockey and, and, you know, tough guy sports. But there's too much money. And, you know, it's one of those things where... I think players validate it because in the big world of cheating, it's not cheating on your wife. It's not cheating your country. It's cheating to get another RBI. So I think what's happened is people who cheat in life generally validate it. You know, a guy who cheats on his wife, she doesn't treat me well. She ignores me. doesn't make it right. And I think in sports, they validate it by, eh, in the big world of cheating, A, everybody's doing it. B, yeah, I mean, just getting a little competitive edge. So I think of all the cheating, you can reduce it. You know, you can kind of marginalize it to be just sports cheating. And the money's so good now. All it takes, if you can just get one more contract, that's $28 million. Right, or more. Yeah. So is it worth getting ripped on sports radio for cheating or the $28 million? Unless you, for life. If you, unless you start banning players... You know, I always say this about college football. Do you want to end cheating in college football recruiting? Then make it a felony to pay a college athlete. Those boosters will not hand over dollar bills. Okay? So unless there's a cultural change legislatively, you're going to have boosters that want to befriend the local star quarterback. So if, if sports wants to end it, one strike, you're out for a year unpaid. Two, you're out of the sport forever. Watch the cheating stop. But we don't necessarily want stoppage because the athletes are bigger, stronger, faster, and that's good for TV revenue. Colin Coward here at our table. In fact, you had a funny tweet. I think it was this morning. If your wife is standing over you with a knife asking you if you cheated, what is your answer always going to be? Of course, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, denial. Right now for Ray Lewis, the only answer is I didn't do it. You can't blow up your locker room. Now people say, Colin, the Bible, the commandments, thou shalt not lie. 
<clears throat> then you're just raying, the game's over, and you're like, all right, let me come clean on this. There are times in life denial's the only answer, and three or four days before a Super Bowl, <laughs> blowing up your locker room or denying deer spray, the answer is clear. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't even like to hunt. I didn't use deer spray. If you had a Hall of Fame vote in baseball, how would you handle these guys? Would you let any of them in? I'd Some, let, all? How would you do this? Yeah, I tend to be a let them all in. I mean, I really, really do. I tend to be a let them all in because unless we have a complete list of cheaters, how do we know? So you're letting Ooh. Barry? Eh, listen, Barry was good pre-roids. I mean, he was good pre-roids. He was a great college player, Arizona State, went to the bigs, was fantastic. Couldn't hit in the postseason early. But, you know, I mean, if we have a complete list, then maybe I'll keep guys out. But we don't have a complete list. How do I know that Barry Bonds wasn't hitting 400 against a bunch of cheating pitchers? I don't know. A-Rod's a cheater. Yeah, so was Roger Clemens, and he had to face him 12 times a year. Yeah, what do I know? You've had a lot of bizarro stories come your way over the years. Manti Teo, where does that one rank? Well, in the, in the era of social media, you know, I can't relate to it. Had you ever heard of catfishing or no, catfish? No, I never whatever? even loved catfish to eat. <laughs> Like cats, once fished. Um, I, I said w the problem with that story is I couldn't relate to it because I'm in my 40s. You know, the idea of falling in love with a woman who I've never touched. Like, like I don't need to go all the way, but I need a base knock, hit by a pitch, got to get to first base, steal second. I can't fall in love over the phone. So I, I just couldn't relate to it. I don't go on Facebook. So the idea of a voice, a phone, I'm in love, the keys to my heart, it just didn't work for me. I, I am very much old school. I like visibility, you know, just seeing a, a body, a, a figure in Listen, front of you. A plane won't take off in poor visibility. I can't fall in love with poor visibility. <laughs> I mean, so come on. We, we as guys, need. we're visual animals, right? I mean, I, maybe, a, maybe a woman falling in love is different than a man. I don't know. But it just seems for me as a guy, I need to see something. I know you get the Vegas and angle. Let's, let's end it with this. So you're always watching. Where's the movement? What are they telling you from the casinos? Have you picked yet? Are you willing to make a prediction? Well, the, the better bet is Baltimore. You know, when you go to a Super Bowl and you get four and a half points from a team good enough to get to the Super Bowl, generally you take that team. Remember, New England would have been a favorite over San Francisco. Baltimore dominated New England and Foxborough. So the bet is Baltimore. Who's better? I think the roster of the Niners is better. But from a betting perspective, the smart money is a team that dominated. You know, if it wasn't for two returns, Baltimore dominates Denver and Denver and New England and Foxborough. I mean, you could argue San Francisco's a little lucky to be here. I mean, they trailed Atlanta. So I just think the bet is Baltimore. And about 60% of the teams that you take in the bet win. You know, winning bets tend to be just don't try to outthink the room. If you like a team in points, take the team. I'll take Baltimore 26-22. Flacco makes the big throw. Kaepernick makes the big mistake in the fourth quarter. Ray Lewis MVP if they win? No. No. God, I hope not. I love Ray, but I'm over it. <laughs> Every day, 9 to noon on 102.5 The Game. Thanks for making some time uh, Thank for you. us, Colin. Good to meet you, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you down the road. Go to Nashville about once a year. Got a good buddy there, and uh, it's a great city. Colin Cowherd, we'll take a break here on 102.5 The Game.